0: Hey, listen, welcome to the Hayless Games cast. This is episode 42, and uh, joining me today is Nathan Wagner. Hello, my name is Nathan, and (laughs) sorry, (laughs) you like crack yourself up with your intro every time. I love it. Uh, Um, And also joining us, of course, is Rob Douglas.
1: Hey, I think the best part about Nathan's intro was that, Jeff, you said, hey, this is Nathan Wagner, and so Nathan's like, hi, I'm Nathan.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I know my name. That's a good good place and to And
1: everyone out there knows your name as well. They don't know the date. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so we're doing a special Wednesday broadcast for you guys. Um, so if you are able to join us live today, uh, good uh, good evening to you. Um, you can always join us live in the chat at uh, Spreaker.com. Uh, you can find us on our Twitter at hey. Uh, at hey listen underscore games That is the Twitter bio, yes Yeah, that's our handle um, And yeah, so uh, we got a, a fun show for you um, We're going to be talking about some of the different news stories um, There's a Nintendo Direct today, so we'll be giving you impressions on that As well as a few other things um, And then we're also going to talk about um, We've kind of been discussing amongst ourselves How this is kind of already turning out to be a landmark year in gaming There's so many great games that have already come out And there's a lot more Um, on the slate so we're going to kind of talk about you know what are the greatest you know years of gaming and you know what we how we think this year will rank when everything is said and done so our first news of the week is star wars battlefront 2 the uh the new rebooted series that ea is doing um they had a trailer leak was it yesterday or today
1: it was, it was like this morning, right? today. We'll say today. I think it was today.
2: Yeah, I think it was this morning.
0: Yeah, and I, I know all three of us were able to watch it. it. Doesn't really show any gameplay. It's just real brief, about thirty seconds. Like teaser snippet. trailer, basically. Right? Yeah, yeah. If it's teaser yeah. trailer. I, I'm assuming we'll get more gameplay reveal at the Star Wars Celebration next month. Um, uh, no, so it tomorrow.
2: To, it was supposed to be revealed this weekend at Star Wars Celebration, which is yeah, oh, Star, oh, Star, Star Wars, Wars Celebration is, this week. Yes, it's this oh, week, I didn't dude. Know that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, we're supposed to get a couple more uh, Star Wars game reveals as well, so hopefully gotcha. not yeah, just Battlefront 2, but...
0: Perfect. Um, but yeah, basically the trailer, at least from my perspective, it looked like they're embracing every Star Wars movie from the prequels up into um, episodes 7 and 8, and uh, they teased three heroes, which was Darth Maul, Yoda, and Rey, and uh, there's also going there seems like to be a focus on a single player mode telling a new narrative with some unknown character. And so, um, in my opinion, it looks like they are finally kind of looking to focus on the battlefront package that they were kind of hoping to promise to deliver with the original battlefront. Um, I know there were some content issues and some other things in the original battlefront. Um, but yeah, what do you guys think?
1: Um, I'm excited that it might have a story mode, but other than that, I'm really not getting my hopes up simply because of how overall disappointing the first one was.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I feel the same way. (laughs) I think a lot of people are feeling that burn. I know for me, the trailer looked really pretty, which I was already assuming, but I was like, oh, that looks awesome. But it didn't tell us anything we don't know, except for the fact that there's a story mode, which had already been said before that like that. A single yeah, they player had confirmed they confirmed a single yeah. player mode so i just i need to wait and see more details and see what they're gonna do trying to not like you guys said we're dehyping. <laughs> exactly dehyping. Of, uh i know myself and jeff we both bought it the day one first star wars a mm-hmm. couple years ago day one and then played Did it not, for maybe like was not what i hours <laughs> i had a ton of fun with it the first like five hours and then after that i was like oh that's all there is okay
0: Yeah, and I actually played some of the original Star Wars Battlefront 2 for uh, PS2 this weekend. And, you know, I think the reason why I was so excited is because i have been waiting for a sequel to that game, which I loved so much and had so many different things to do. And Mm -hmm. it was about, I think, 11 years later when finally the new Battlefront came out. And so I think it kind of had some very high expectations I wasn't quite able to live up to. So hopefully they're able to deliver more on this package. Uh, Regardless of what happens, I know I'm not going to buy I'm not going to be there day one, but um, we will, aren't uh, they, they will let you know.
1: Aren't they – you know how uh, Battlefront 1 and 2, the first ones, yeah. um, they actually had a plan. third one that got scrapped did. because mm-hmm. of marketing things and stuff. Of business. Yeah, it all went under and all that stuff. And But isn't there – there's a group of guys who have picked up the code for the third one or actually remaking it. And it's called like Galactic Battlegrounds or something yeah, like I think, that.
0: I think it's playable in some form out there. and There's a lot of footage of it you can find online and stuff. Uh, so I think
1: that yeah, I think it's supposed to release later this year as a full-on Battlefront three but fall. They you don't know, take, or don't have a
2: license to it, right? So, I mean, which is it why it's down. called Galactic.
1: Which is why it's called Galactic Battlegrounds, and uh, I it's they free. Got
2: all the Star Wars stuff.
1: Like, I think as long as they don't sell it, if they're only donation-based, like, to help, you know, kind of fund the project itself, they can sell it or they can market it on, the on like, Steam. Because yeah, I know I I've know. seen it on uh, Steam. I'm pretty know. sure it's free on Steam, so.
2: Well, it's not a Nintendo IP, so it won't be as bad as <laughs> anything like that.
1: Not as protective.
2: Yes. Um, that yeah, well, get... that,
0: that, there's that. So, um, Rob, you got our next news piece here.
1: Yeah, so uh, kind of, I guess this is a game that we haven't really talked about on the show before, but I feel like it's becoming such a big deal that we have to at least mention it. Uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, uh, it's on Steam, it just sold a million copies, it's in the top games, or top 10 or top 5, I can't remember exactly where it is in the listing, of uh, Steam games played to date, and wow. it released in March. That's crazy. <laughs> That's a million copies since March.
2: And it's uh twenty nine ninety nine, I believe. Yeah. So it's not like super cheap or anything like that.
1: Oh, it's a $30 game. Yeah, it's $30. Okay. It's a $30 game. And um, I, I looked up the information. We were trying to talk about this before the show. So uh, if you know, uh, there was a game that came out a couple years ago called Arma 2. Okay. And, I've heard of it. Uh, Arma 2, there was a mod that came off of it called DayZ Battle Royale. It was like a zombie PvP type game on Steam, open, you know, open MMO type game. And from that, there was a couple other shootoffs into Arma 3 and then just DayZ standalone and then H1Z1 King of the Kill. And, like, all these, like, player versus player, you're collecting resources as you go. Your biggest enemy is the other players and there's also zombies. But someone, the same guy who made Arma 2 and helped create, or who created the DayZ mod back in the day... Came back, he's created this. His tagger name is Player Unknown. And so Player Unknown's Battlegrounds is literally you parachute in with a hundred other, with like 99 other players, live players, mm. into this small setting in the small town. And you're all unarmed. You're all basically naked. And you have to find weapons, <laughs> gear, and all this stuff, and kill each other. It is literally the Hunger Games in video game form. And it's <laughs> kind of... And there's so many memes and videos and stuff coming out about this thing. And even some of my favorite video game comics are writing stories and little shorts about this game. So it's like, just kind of cool. blowing up have everywhere.
2: You, right? uh, I don't think you've played this right, Rob. Have you watched anything have, of it? Like any videos? I of any
1: played it, But I did watch a little bit of video footage of it. Um, some of my favorite Twitch streamers were playing it, and it's kind of intense. Like, it is literally, you're standing there, and suddenly you get headshot from, you don't know where, and you turn around, <laughs> like, you play 17th out of 100, or, you know, or, like, you were the 17th person to die. It sounds, sounds like a cool idea.
2: It's a very cool idea. I I, was, I wouldn't be good at it. I, I couldn't play that and cool. enjoy it, because I would die so fast.
0: It, are the maps, like, randomly generated, or is it kind of like the same kind of world every time or do you know how I that works it's kind of
1: similar worlds i'm not entirely sure how the worlds are i haven't really focused followed it a lot like i said i mean this came out last month yeah and i haven't played it yet and it but it's just exploded i mean mm-hmm. this is like overwatch popularity yeah.
0: well, it's, and it's so that, Jane, for sure
1: so yeah. i think i think it's i'll see if i can get a little bit more information about it, hopefully for next week or something. But other than that, I mean, this is, it's kind of crazy that this game that's literally basically sold as a mod by a modder is becoming one of the number one games in the world.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Really well, cool, that, so. that's
0: that's good for him i'm sure he's enjoying enjoying the reaps of his uh, <laughs> fruits of, of his, his labor work.
1: yeah so i'm sure um, i'm sure he was already on cloud nine with his day uh day z mod and h1z1 yeah. which are both really popular hugely popular on steam and twitch yeah. libraries
0: um let us know on twitter if uh, you've played battlegrounds uh and if if you have played it you know what what your thoughts are about it so far and again our twitter is at hey underscore games um so, our next news piece here is uh, Xbox um, or Microsoft. They kind of officially unveiled the Scorpio specs. Um, they basically gave the. They invited the hardware. Digital
2: Foundry to uh, Redmond. Yeah. To check out basically the Xbox Scorpio and kind of give them the specs, put it through their pa- its paces and yeah. whatnot. And Digital
0: Foundry is basically this this group that, you know, tests all gaming hardware and, and software, and they just kind of, you know, say, you know, what the raw output is, what the frames, frame rate is, stuff like that.
2: So they know what they're talking about.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a reputable re, reputable source, so it's I think it was smart for Microsoft to kind of have them break the news and so basically the main thing is there are so many flops, in fact 6
2: <laughs> teraflops um, as of, Nintendo or of Nintendo, processing power. as Microsoft said last year like when they talked about it, right? Yeah, whatever, 6
0: year. teraflops, which basically um, is making it m- significantly more powerful than the original xbox one as well as the ps4 pro and it supposedly is going to be able to do 4k gaming with 60 frames per second on most of the software that's coming out for it and so and supposedly it will do that very easily i heard that they ran i think a uh, like Forza or some card it's game Forza, yeah, and it did 4k 60 frames per second. It wasn't even using its full process. Yeah, it was power. using
2: like 60, 70% of its power. Yeah, or So like that. basically Shoot.
0: all, all these numbers and things, you know, we're not, we're, we're not going to pretend we know exactly what all those, <laughs> no. what a top <laughs> and all that stuff means. But, um, basically it is going to be at, you know, when it releases later this year, the most powerful console that it's ever released. And Microsoft has said, you know, we are aiming it towards the hardcore audience who want you know the very best technical experience on a console. So yeah.
2: I think this was a smart way to unveil it, to kind of bring these people in and get all the mumbo-jumbo tech stuff out there for the people who are really into it, and then probably if they unveiled at E3 or whatever, they can kind of focus kind of on the full, games really. and focus yeah. on the things that you know you don't want to necessarily talk about at the press conference, like the PS4 Pro conference last September, which was kind no. of terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, and they have said that it will play every
0: Xbox One game still. It'll play all the backwards-compatible 360 games, and supposedly it'll up-res them and make them look a little bit better. Um, can, you know, can you
1: imagine, like, trying to play some You know, like, the fact that Xbox One has backwards compatibility is incredible, but can you imagine trying to play some of these really older Xbox 360 games in 4K? Like, with those uh, type of like graphics process. on a 4K
2: process? TV, it'd probably like, look really terrible. It yeah, would look know. awful...
1: I mean, it looked like would look like Minecraft. Yeah.
2: I, I, think, I think it I depends know. on the game.
0: Like, yeah, I think, definitely. Like the art style. Everything would, would like be Like Castle Crashers way. would be awesome. Yeah. Like, I think it'd be yeah. cool to play stuff yeah. like or that. But like like a game Andrea like stuff, Gears of War but, or
2: something like that would probably yeah. not look you're Like want you to play could,
1: the new You're games. like, wow, I can see every single pixel in their nose. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think it sounds cool. I mean, for me, the reason I mean I don't have an Xbox One isn't because it's not as powerful as the PS4 or anything like that. It was just. The PS four was were me and a lot of my friends, like Nathan, Rob, you guys, we kinda decided to go for mostly just because of the exclusives and just the price point was better initially than the Xbox yeah, One. Did. I didn't really mm-hmm. care about, you know, how much marginally more powerful it was than Xbox. And even to this day I've I've seen deals on Xbox ones pop up and I haven't really been tempted because aside of maybe like the new Gears of War and like Rare Replay, which I've already played all those games, like there's not really a lot of exclusive games for it that would make me want to pick it up i don't think that would change with the scorpio yeah
2: yeah i, I think, don't think so i think the other interesting thing is going forward microsoft is putting all of their xbox games also on pc so if yeah, you have a powerful yeah. pc there's like no reason for you get an xbox especially a scorpio so
1: i think for me right now i'm actually a little tempted to get an xbox one
2: not the a original. scorpio
1: just the original Xbox One, not the original Xbox One, not the original or the S. Xbox, like the, uh... <laughs> but the, the Xbox One. so many. Seriously. Oh, man. Xbox, why can't you have just named these, like, Xbox? So what do you
2: guys think the Scorpio's name will Ooh. be? <laughs> <laughs> no. They're just going to but... add an N. It'll be the Scorpion. Scorp- <laughs> Xbox would be better than, like, Xbox, Xbox 1.2 <laughs> S Pro. <laughs> exactly. S Pro. The so, reason
1: I'm thinking about the Xbox One would yeah. be because of the backwards compatibility, actually. Because my Xbox yeah. 360 just died, so do exactly. I buy a new 360 that's not going to last very long? Which you can't really... I mean, like that's kind of like a, buying a useless system or an older system mm, yeah. at this point. Because it's not classic or retro, it's not Nostalgia factor yet. Or buy a new system where I can buy some of the newer games, like the newer Halos and stuff. As well as have all my backwards compatibility, so that's kind of the dilemma. I was like, "Oh, hey, that actually might be a reason to buy one," but yeah, I don't I, really I have that, that, that
0: crossroad uh, last year when my 360 bit the dust, and I'm like, I'm invested in some really fun, you know, arcade games that you know are digital, and then I have a huge 360 like disc, you know, retail collection, and I didn't. I looked at some Xbox One options. I found some good deals ultimately i'm like i'd rather get a you know 50 360 that runs really well and can play all my old games if i ever want to go back to them like i didn't even want to you know i i thought about it but i didn't think it was honestly well, worth it uh the, the, for most of the games i wanted to play
2: the game yeah. library is so similar on ps4 and xbox one i mean there's a couple exclusives but i feel like ps4 especially going forward has a lot more exclusive than xbox does if they ever or come out interesting exclusives. oh yeah yeah if they ever come out they haven't come out yet there's been like, fear. <laughs> yeah, like I would be upset if I was a Xbox, if
0: I would have gotten the Xbox One. And I'm like, I love Spider Man, but why can't I play it? I have to buy a PS4 to play Spider Man. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, or so, the fact that games like Destiny and um, even Star Wars Battlefront 2, the new one, they're, the things we know about them is that they are releasing exclusives for PS4, but not Xbox One.
0: Yeah, Sony is so, kind of. Getting support from third party and getting inclusive content saying, you know, you can play it on other places, but PlayStation is the best place to play it. Exactly. And, you know, love love it or hate it, that's kind of how it is right now, and that makes sense (laughs) because PS4 has pretty much doubled Xbox One sales. I don't think this will change much when the Scorpio comes out. I still think the PS4 will be in the lead, but I think there will be those elitists who, you know, really want the best experience, but until 4K TVs become standard i don't think the score yeah and gonna that's not gonna happen for like at
2: least another probably three or four years where most people are gonna have a 4k <clears throat> tv um, yeah they're just getting down in price where they're kind of affordable for like the average consumer i think you can get a pretty good one for about seven eight hundred bucks now yeah so they're getting cheaper but it'll it's take them years. There.
0: but <laughs> moving on uh we want to talk about the nintendo direct nintendo um had about a 35 minute direct that uh launched today and the focus was on Splatoon 2 and ARMS. So we got a lot of details for those two games. Uh, but there's also lots of little mini announcements and some 3DS games. This is probably the last year of 3DS games. Because as Nathan pointed out, <laughs> they're releasing like three Kirby
2: games. <laughs> and Kirby games always mark the end of a console's life cycle. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so 2017, if you have a 3DS, enjoy this year. But beyond that, you're not getting anything. Probably.
0: That's, that's, I, think, I mean, that was kind of what I was thinking before in this direct. I think kind of yeah. confirmed that. No, it makes sense. Even most of the 3DS games they talked about were like summer games even. Yeah,
2: yeah. it seems like they're they're still putting out some good titles if you like. Fire Emblem. RPGs and stuff like that. Um,
0: But most of the new content is going to be on Switch, which I think is a good thing. Um, But to get into just a couple of the details, let's first talk about ARMS. Um, I know I talked to you guys. I'm like, all I want ARMS is, you know, the only thing we know is that there's five characters and it's, you know, one-on-one battles. Um, We need more info. Hopefully there's more characters you know, we gave Pokin and Street Fighter V a lot of harassment for only having, what, like 14 characters. Yeah. There's only five oh, in this yeah. game. And they kind of fulfilled that request by <laughs> announcing a sixth character, Ramen Girl, <laughs> whose arms are literally made of ramen, and it looks amazing. Um, but Is the that... focus on the game that they kind of shed was, um it's not really about the character, but it's more about the different unlockable arms. So you can mix and match your left and right arm to be kind of like the heavy arms, the curve arms, uh, the spring arms, and there's, there's tons more of, that you can yeah. unlock. Yeah. And so basically, you're unlocking these and you're mixing and matching. So maybe you want, you know, a heavy arm on your left and a curve arm on your right. And you can also infuse each arm with a elemental power. I think there's about eight of them like there's fire, like wind, ice. fire,
2: ice, I, yeah. electricity. And
0: so there's tons of different combinations. And then you basically pick a character who has a special ability that kind of, you know, supplements that. But it's not like, street fighter or smash bros where you you know you have your one character who has his exclusive moves sure. and he's you know totally different than everyone
2: else pretty much you're just kind of mixing and matching arms and playing that way so i like the fact that it's really customizable and each character will be unique um it reminds me a little bit injustice 2 has come out in may and yeah that's gonna we're, have we're gonna a similar. bunch of kind of similar things where you can customize your character and stuff like that so yeah. that part looks cool i still like i feel like they didn't show any other modes, really. They just showed, like... Dude, they showed fight. 2v2. They showed 2v2, or they teased it. like That is they exciting it for, like, three seconds. 2v2 would be awesome. They
0: did talk but, about it a lot. That's true. They talked mostly... Folks about... They wanted people to understand how the gameplay works, so they did, like, some commentary on, like, a match, and they showed some unlockables. But, I mean, if 2v2 is, um, like online with a uh, split screen i think that'd, that'd be, be awesome. amazing so like you know you could come over we could both do 2v2 against two other people online i think that'd be super fun to do um so hopefully um that mode ends up well but pretty much that's all we know about arms you can lots of customizable it can be 2v2 sometimes and yeah um and so
1: can we r- just take a moment and just think so her arms are made out of ramen. I'm stuck on this. Sorry.
2: <laughs> They're like hard ramen. It looks is this like. like they is don't. Is this
1: classified, you know, because Nintendo is technically a Japanese property. Is this classified as racist?
2: <laughs> well, no, her <laughs> name is like yin fight, yin fight yin. they showed in, or, the, in the in the, trailer, I just or up in the, the direct. Like, they were fighting like in a ramen bowl. That was the stage was a ramen bowl. It was pretty cool. So that was pretty cool.
1: <laughs> so this is, so this is at the point of, it's not, it's not like racist. It's just Asian.
2: Um, as yeah. a Japanese company. So, so my so... wife is Asian <laughs> and she was not offended by this. I don't think so. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no,
0: like, in the left arm of the, I think of the ramen girl, like is like a dragon. That can it doesn't
2: all connect lasers, all so the that time. Really cool. Yeah. That, that does look cool. <laughs> So, I don't know. The left we'll arm
1: doesn't know if there's something between it and the Switch. I mean. Wow,
0: Rob. <laughs> well, wow. And, and the release date for that is uh, June 16th. So, it should be, you know, um, middle of June there, which I think is good. And then about a month later, on July 21st, Nintendo is releasing a ton of Amiibo, as well <laughs> as Splatoon 2. And the main thing that they wanted to show um, today about Splatoon 2 was... Yes, this is not just a rehash of the original. We are adding in a whole new mode. And it's essentially a horde mode or survival mode. It's refighting... called
2: Salmon Run. Yeah, the... you're fighting
0: off mutated salmon creatures. Yes. And it looks amazing.
2: <laughs> it looks really fun. Um, there's like They showed off like bosses and stuff like that. So there'll be like probably rounds, I would assume. And yeah. so you're there's collecting like smaller little collectibles trying to fill up your basket or something along those lines. So it looks really cool. It, um,
0: it looks like it's you just play with a team of four, similar to Turf Wars, but you're not fighting against another team of four. You're just doing a cooperative mode where you're fighting off the little NPC characters. I
2: love the idea of Horde mode being in a game like Splatoon that's so unique as a shooter and has such different mechanics from every other shooter. I think it makes a lot of sense, and I'm really excited to try it out.
3: Yeah,
0: and it's like a whole themed mode. It's not just yeah. like a. I don't think it's you know, just a random thing they decided at the last second. It looks like they put a lot of no, effort yeah. in making it a unique mode with new enemies and stuff like that. So, I'm hoping, you know, they stuff. haven't really talked about local play. I'm hoping that I can at least play it with a friend and it'll have a two-player mode or um, something like that where I can play it locally because I think that would be really fun to tackle with some friends like in this.
1: Yeah, room. two two or four people playing yeah. horde it, mode.
0: I mean, cause I, I mean, it might happen, but I can't think of a time really I played the Splatoon one with four friends online at the same time. Like so I don't know if I'd be able to get, you know, four friends together sure. to do that horde mode in the second one. So yeah. hopefully it's got some local stuff on there. Yeah. Um yeah, so that's that's about everything announced Splatoon two. They announced some new amiibo for it and some new features. Um there's new Zelda Amiibo coming out for Nathan, so I know he's excited about those.
2: Those come out in May? When do those come out?
0: Those the ones are in June, June. I believe. Oh,
2: yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah, those, there's those will be June. Twilight Princess, Majora's Mask, Link, and Skyward Sword, Link.
0: We're gonna make a link for every single game.
2: Exactly. Well, <laughs> now they have. Well, I guess they need to do some of the Game Boy ones, huh?
0: Yeah, some of the 2D games, I guess. Um, and then they're finally releasing those final three Smash Bros. Amiibo on July 21st, which is, you know, good that they are still following that. But we we don't have any Smash Bros. announcements yet, so we'll we we'll have to wait yeah, for E3 I'm to see if Smash makes its way over to the Switch. But I think that about um, wraps up our new segment and. We're going to be talking uh, next here about um, just about 2017. So, Rob, I'll let you take it from here.
1: All right. So, uh, Nathan and I were talking the other day just about how, you know, we've seen a lot of articles. And just between us talking about it, 2017 has been an incredible year for video games so far. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, in recent memory, this has been one of the best years. Like, I can't remember within the last five years for sure i don't
2: know i know i don't know about you guys but i know like 2016 i feel like was kind of a down year for games like there were some good games uncharted 4 yeah. came out had a lot of fun with that but i think 2015 was better <laughs> yeah it's... yeah 20
1: uh, I mean, but like even 2015 there's only like you know you can think of maybe like six or seven games that you might still be playing to this date like in 2017, so far, we've already had such a... I mean, you guys have been playing Breath of the Wild for the last two months. or
2: <laughs> month, a, month. Month <laughs> month yeah. and a half.
1: It's only been a month. No, wow. I, it
0: I think like it's fair to say that, that 2017 is the best start to any year we've probably ever had in gaming. Because, you know, for so many years, all the big games for the <clears> year... Came out all, in the fall. Came with, yeah, would come out in the fall. So after August, September. And so yeah. the fact that we are only, you know, four months into the year and we already have... You know multiple game of the year nominees and just amazing experiences that we've poured you know dozens of dozens of hours into is unique for sure
2: yes definitely and it's yeah really exciting so looking like at the rest of the year and the lineup that's gonna hopefully if it all comes out this year <laughs> that'll round out the year is really exciting as well
1: you know and like I I wrote down a list of all the a lot of the games that came out this year that were bigger and just kind of looking at this list you know if you were gonna say games that have changed everything or like they they changed their genres or they're set forward in their genres you're talking you know resident evil 7 uh for honor uh neo was a big mm. game that people were talking about for a while there horizon 0 dawn breath of the wild uh super bomberman r was pretty good best uh, game of the wait, year
2: super, bom- <laughs> I was that... <laughs> super bomberman r in with all those games you just mentioned uh, i, I- as much I fun as that I've that been there, having with Bomberman it
0: was... R, it's definitely not in the top five of Bomberman games. I will say that. <laughs> all right, all right,
1: then we can drop that one. But uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. <laughs> Snipper clips. Uh, I wrote down a couple of those Switch games, and I didn't know which one I was no going to say. It, so I just said you the just first need one to that say
2: came. Breath of the Wild.
1: Switch best. games. <laughs> uh, and I know you've been enjoying uh,
0: Mass Effect as well too. So Mass, Mass that's Effect:
1: Andromeda too. has been really good. I'm enjoying it. Uh, you guys were talking a lot about Snake Pass, saying that that was yeah, a really Snake good game. Fun. It was really unique gameplay and all. Uh, really a lot great. of people online have been talking about uh, Near Autama. Yeah.
0: Okay, uh, cool. um, well, the fact that we got two kind of colorful mascot 3D platformers with Snake Pass and then Ukulele also coming out. Ukulele as well, yeah. It's kind of cool that I we think... have a resurgence in that, and it's only, only April, so.
1: Yeah, and we're kind of finishing up, you know, April, we have, you know, yooka and Persona 5, which came out, which a lot of people, I mean, I know Jaeger's probably really excited about that one. None mm-hmm. of us are su- huge Persona 5 fans. My but sister a lot is. Of people Your sister plays Persona. Of yeah, my my sister's huge
0: into Persona. She, like, watches, you know, all the games. She's, like, watched through all the games she couldn't buy. And I, got, I picked up a Persona game for free on PS Plus, and she's like, Jeff, you have to try it. And so, like, I sat down with her. I gave it a solid like ninety minutes in persona and it was complete torture the entire time. I oh gosh. didn't understand anything. I got to a mode where it was almost like a Marvel vs Capcom two fighting part and that was kinda of fun, but I I just I couldn't do it. I had to delete it after that and I apologized to my sister. I'm like, I'm glad you like it. I could see why you like it. Not for me though.
2: Oh, so. I have never played a persona game. I've seen some gameplay and I'm like, it's too too Japanese culture, too much kind of just stuff that I would be turned away by to to be yeah. into, but I understand why people like them a lot. Yeah, I'm... so um... well, and yet
1: yet to come this year that this is kind of interesting because you know if we're talking gaming or is this one of the the all time great years? You also have to take in all the games that are yet to come.
2: So we, got, so we have like Mario Odyssey, like,
1: Mario, Odyssey, Mario Odyssey. Odyssey, I think there's a Super yeah. Mario game coming out that's called Odyssey. Oh, okay. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> okay, Mario fan. But we got like Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale that comes out later this month. Yeah. Uh, Outlast 2, which comes out this month, which the first Outlast was absolutely horribly terrifying and looks to Dude, be a good sequel. i, that <laughs> <game>. <laughs> I played. that game.
2: I played the first, like, maybe hour, you hour did? and a half of that game. Yeah, I played it with the... Uh, Good friend of the show, Rob Conley. Um, oh, okay. After he got PS4, yes. and he loves horror games, so he's like, "You have to play." So I came over and played it, and I got so scared. <laughs> after like, I was like, I put the controllers like, I can't go back to this. I'm sorry, like, I hate <laughs> horror games. I know it's cool, but
1: yeah, I don't like horror games either. But I have played more horror games with Robert Conley. You know, good friend of the show here than anyone else. We played through the entire <laughs> Fear series. We played through uh Dead Space. We played through uh he started uh I think he started out last when I was around and then but, I mean oh man we You guys are crazy because the only game
0: I've played through from start <laughs> to finish with Robert Conley is Donkey Kong Country Returns. <laughs> <That's not a laughs> That's horror good. Game. I mean it's slightly horrifying when you're trying to hundred percent it like we did, <laughs> but uh
1: yeah that not I, quite the same, me. not you quite the same, but so that last two is coming out this year. Uh, Prey, kind of the reboot, new sequel in that biggish series is coming out and uh, I've looked at some of the gameplay footage and it looks incredible. Yeah. Uh, Injustice 2 is coming out in May, the we got experience. ARMS, I, I've
0: been, ARMS I've coming I've been out, out in up. June. Yeah, I've been looking up an Injustice and it looks like they are making it a lot more expanding from the basic ideas from the first one like Nathan was saying there's yeah. tons of different customizable things and not just you know with looks it also you know unlocks different things uh, abilities and perks and stuff like that and the, the oh, new character yeah. roster I think looks a lot better and they're promising a lot more characters that they're going to be adding later so I'll probably wait for you know an ultimate edition with all the DLC before I get it but it looks looks like a lot of fun the super moves are amazing they just they just released flashes and literally Ooh. he picks someone up goes uh, to the old Pharaoh's time, smashes the character against the nose, breaks off the nose, goes back into prehistoric times, smashes you against a T-Rex, then goes back <laughs> to current time, to 10 seconds before he grabs you, and as he's grabbing you, he smashes you against your former self 10 seconds in the past. It's mind-blowing. It's like the coolest super <laughs> I've ever seen. That is amazing. And, and I don't like the Flash. I think he's kind of a lame character, but I thought that was amazing. That's great. That's, that's, that's awesome. awesome. They're doing a great job with it.
1: Cool. Yeah, it'll be really good. I think it'll be a fun beat-em-up. Yes. we got to have a good beat-em-up every year. So, uh, yes, ARMS we'll is coming it. out in June. Splatoon 2 is coming out in July. We kind of already talked about those. Uh, August has Uncharted Lost Legacy, kind of the wrap-up to... Madden
2: hopefully.
1: 18? Madden 18, sure.
2: Middle Earth, <laughs> Shadow of the games. War. Those games uh, are super, like define genres and make new things happen right yeah thanks ca for buying the exclusive license thank you
1: <laughs> here's hoping that this year's madden puts the sun in the right spot for the uh rams stadium wait what did you I, hear about that I the last understand. Madden <laughs> game, that in 2017 the sun is in the wrong spot
2: that's the, hilarious the,
1: the uh la rams stadium the la
2: rams it's that's really fun. Do you funny. think it'll, maybe the sun will be in the wrong spot for the chargers now too, since they are also moving to LA, <laughs>
1: the chargers and
2: the Raiders. No, the Raiders are moving to Las Vegas, if, but not for like three. So, years. Okay. Sorry. If sorry, the, sorry, If the only
0: negative thing people have to say about Madden is the sun is in the wrong spot of the sky for one of the stadiums. I don't know what to that's tell you. That's a pretty you. good year. That's a pretty <laughs> good year. That's, 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 that's yeah. I
2: guess. all right. But we have a shadow so, of war coming out that year or in August. Shadow like. of war coming out in August. Be fun. Uh,
1: Agents of Mayhem, uh, which is the uh Saint Row same company as Saints Row, same world as Saints Row, but it's kind of the continuation. Okay. It doesn't look super interesting to me, but apparently a lot of people are saying that it's gonna be one of the bigger games of this year. Like it'll be like some people have gotten some early access to it and are saying like this is incredible.
3: Well
2: I I, so, so I did wanna go, funny. Go,
0: yeah, I did want to go back real quickly to the Uncharted Lost Legacy that you mentioned. Oh yeah. Um yeah. they did announce that it's Coming out in August, and it's going to be forty dollars, which I can't think other than maybe Destiny: The Taking King of an expansion or a DLC that's cost forty dollars um, that I've purchased. So I'm hoping this means that it's a significant like chunk, and it's a really big. Did you hear how story. long it's supposed to take you? I haven't. No, I didn't.
1: They they released a trailer and some information about it. I believe yesterday. So there's a whole new trailer out there. Mm-hmm. They're on a riverboat. It's Chloe and uh, Nadine. What? I, I haven't back watched anything. Forth. Don't
0: tell me. I'm trying to go spoiler-free. I don't want to know anything. I just want to go it's into it. Really,
1: a... It's really interesting. Kind of sets some story. It looks like it might be a cutscene, maybe like a couple levels in, like okay. maybe like an hour in or so. So it doesn't look like it's super spoiler, spoilery, but it is kind of interesting watching their dynamic because you can tell that they don't really quite trust each other, but they're working together. So it's fun. But they announce that it should take you about 10 hours to beat this.
2: So – Wait a second, Rob. This is not because this quote was taken out of context. Actually, I Wait, read what? I read this article. I don't know what to think. That, that, you guys are
0: telling me two different things. Okay. Uh, basically,
2: okay. they were talking about the game, and they were talking. The developers were talking about when they're thinking about making the game and talking about it and stuff like that. And they're like, yeah, like we want to make it a big, good piece of DLC. When we were in our nationals talk, we were thinking maybe we could make it like 10 hours, but they didn't say it was going to be 10 hours long or anything like oh, that. Oh, okay. So this the, that quote was like taken out of context by a bunch of websites. So they haven't said that for sure. <clears throat> it could be, but we don't know that. I mean, I like, hope
1: so. I
0: know the Last of Us DLC was about four hours, yeah. and
2: it's going to be longer than that. They said, yeah,
0: because so... that one
1: yeah, was the Last what, 15 or was, twenty bucks. I think it was, it was like fifteen or twenty, 20 or bucks. 20 or 20. I actually got that free with the uh, the remastered version yeah. of it yeah. on PS4. So, and it was okay, but it wasn't like like literally just felt like another level, another mission in the game. It wasn't an expansion. Yeah, like, I'm this is surprised. This isn't just a standalone. That's coming it is
2: out. a standalone. They're releasing it. So you don't, uh, have, to have, yeah, you to don't have to have Uncharted 4. You don't have to have Uncharted 4. No, you have to buy it. a new disc. Yeah, they're releasing retail release. So it is with, retail. Yeah, it's retail. Oh, I, right. d- yes. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Cool. Wow. So that well, means. It's be cool. be a I,
1: I'm assuming it's got to be big.
2: Yeah, it'll be good size. So. Not as big as Uncharted 4.
1: And but. if you're excited,
0: pre order it because you get all four Jack and Daxter games as a free pre order bonus. Those are coming out on PS4. I've really? only played the first one, yeah, but if you pre order it, the digital you get um, all those games for free when they release uh, later this summer. So awesome. Great
2: great pre-order bonus. Yeah,
0: and those were Naughty Dog's original games. And so kind of got to see where they started, which is cool.
1: But anyways, moving on... Couple other games September we got Destiny two and then uh for, there's not there's not a lot known about the rest of the year just yet which means we could get some really good games. There's a couple Red of Red Dead hopefuls. 2. Red Dead two, Red Dead 2 is supposed to come out at the end of this year. There's another indie game called Cuphead that I think looks really interesting. It looks Wait, like it's like, finally coming out. Like it's supposed, supposed to come to. out this year.
2: Okay,
1: I hope so. It's supposed it's to. it's so it's a long. year. It's
2: only? You're gonna have to get a Xbox Scorpio to play Cuphead, isn't it? Only on Xbox.
0: I think it is. I think it's a timed exclusive, so I think okay. it's going to launch on Xbox. But I have a but picture. I think it launches
2: on Xbox and
1: computer, so I'm going to pick it up for Steam. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, I think I have a picture with me and my wife with Cuphead. We met him at an Xbox Indie event two years ago. <laughs> like, oh the yeah. Developer
1: or like no, an literally actual mascot. an
0: actual Cuphead mascot. It was like a giant costume. <laughs> yeah. No,
1: this was announced 2015. Yeah. That's hilarious. It was from
0: two years ago, and like this game still isn't out. So I was just kind of like. Man, like I forgot oh. about that game, but yeah. So here's open.
1: Looking cool. There's also a couple of other games you could talk about, like Spider-Man. We're not sure if it's coming out this year or next year or 2018 or 2019 or Same
2: 2030. We'll see. Yeah, God of War. And yeah, other God other of War. You know, God all of all War. This, Detroit so becoming human. You know, but,
1: there's like all these games that they're kind of rumored that they might come out at the end of this year, but we don't know yet. So Rob,
2: let's be that's real, we all know you're holding out hope for Assassin's Creed this year. <laughs>
0: Now that would put it over the edge as the greatest See, year in gaming if we got exactly. an Assassin's
1: Creed. And if it's a good Assassin's Creed game, <laughs> it doesn't have to be a great Assassin's Creed game. Just I good. mean, if it gets like sevens or eights, this is going better to than... this year is just going to implode. Better than Assassin's Creed Three, <laughs> maybe in the top half of Assassin's Creed games. Let's say like Assassin's Creed Syndicate Four Two, like kind of in that level, yeah. it'll be a good Hopefully. one. Those were the good ones. If it's more like Unity or Three, I we're enjoyed, gonna see. Twenty seventeen hours year. of
0: Unity, and then after that, I didn't enjoy it, which made me kind of sad that I ended up buying it. But
2: that's okay. I have so many Assassin's Creed games; almost all of them. <laughs> the first I've ever gotten in any of them was Four, and that was ten hours. Oh wow! It was a I lot do. Of fun, but I stopped playing.
1: I do own every single Assassin's Creed game that came out on a console. Of course no. you do. I do not own any of like the handheld like the phone mobile Assassin's Creed games although I have mm. played some of them but like I even have Chronicles and Liberation. Yes. So
0: and you know if you're new to listening <laughs> to the show Rob is the Assassin's Creed I am the Mario fanatic, and Nathan is the Zelda fanatic. So exactly. we will buy every game so with that franchise Assassin's on the box. Assassin's Creed doesn't fact come out this
2: year, there will be a game for each of us in our favorite series in one year. Yeah, which alone makes it the best year ever, right? That and would make it the incredible. The year was
0: arguably the best Zelda Mario yeah. looks like it could be one of the best Mario games ever. So hopefully, Assassin's hopefully. Creed obviously will be the best. It's got to be. Ever. It has to be. If they took a year off. It's going to be incredible. So yeah, for no, it'll right? be
1: it'll be the best one. <laughs> and they're re- they're going back to their roots, so we're, we're resetting, re going clear back in time. Yes, so even over. before we the forget. first Assassin. So
2: I mean, I don't think they could go that much farther in the future, right? Without getting to modern times, <laughs> for, for I mean, they were literally duty. at the turn
1: of the century, like 1900. I mean, they yeah. practically the next one they had to do was World War II. All right. Oh wait, some of the missions in Syndicate were in World War II. <laughs> so moving ahead.
3: <laughs> I didn't get
0: moving that ahead. Hard. We so, think two thousand seventeen is going to be an amazing year in gaming. Yes, we, you know we'll oh, yeah. we'll deliver our final opinion. You know, kind of towards the end of the year after everything's been released. But up until this point, what do you guys think is the greatest year ever for video games? Like, what are we what are we comparing this year to as as our best year in gaming?
2: All right, mine right off the top of the head, I have two, but one I think more than on the other is two thousand seven. Um, two thousand seven had yeah Halo three super mario galaxy Ooh. uh mass effect if you like that um
1: what the else first did I have, rob help effect, me out yeah. okay so it had bioshock call oh, of yeah. duty 4 guitar hero 3 which is the best guitar hero Ooh. in the series rock band three portal uncharted. Oh, uncharted uh it had team fortress 2 half-life 2 and you know kind of the orange box series came out then uh the first assassin's creed came out that year as well as lord of the rings online launched that year wow so i i was gonna say that i was like 2007 is a strong metroid contender prime for top. 3
2: i remember yes it was it was a pretty good game it wasn't as good as the other metro games prime mm-hmm. games but i i played that in 2007 and i had a lot of fun with it yeah I
0: Remember Nintendo power gave that oh, was the first 10 they gave for uh the wii games
2: oh that's right
0: Yep. oh and the first skate game came out that year Oh, nice! I think 2007. No matter who you are, like there's something for everyone that year. Yeah, it was a special year for me because that was the first full year of the Wii. WarioWare for the Wii came out that year, and that was the first game I got in 2007. And I still mm-hmm. play that game. I played it this weekend. Um, <laughs> and Halo Three was my first game, really, for 360. That that I bought because my brother originally bought the Xbox, and then that made me get Xbox Live. So Halo 3 was the game that introduced me to online gaming, and then Mario Galaxy still is one of my, you know, favorite Mario or just 3D platformers ever made. And so just those those uh, three games right there, like, alone, like, make 2007 for amazing you? for me. Yeah.
2: All right, what else, Rob? Uh, So
1: I would also, we have in our notes, we have uh, kind of the top years so that we were kind of thinking about, and... Uh, what, what's your what's
2: your personal favorite?
1: I was gonna say 2007, so you kind of took okay. mine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but well, is that just because Assassin's go with...
0: Creed launched?
1: <laughs> well, no, but Assassin's Creed and Mass Effect, two oh, of those my are, favorite oh, yeah, franchises. You're like Mass Effect too. And I didn't Uncharted. Play Mass Effect
0: till a few years later, and so I can't really equate 2007 in my mind to Mass Effect. Sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, That's no, right. I I I held those ones in my head just because it they are. Those, you know, the, they came out that year, although I didn't play either of them that year. Yeah, well. Um, I do with 1998. Okay. So, you know, you had Ocarina of Time, Ocarina, yeah. Ocarina of Time, Half-Life, Iggy, the first one came out. Iggy's
0: Wrecking Balls, one of my favorite NCAA Iggy's R- games.
1: <laughs> uh, Grim Fandango came out that year. Metal Gear Solid, the first one, came out, which is a huge franchise. Yeah. Uh, Thief. The Thief series, the first game, came out in two thousand 98. Banjo-Kazooie came out in 98. Ooh. StarCraft came out in 98. Uh, Rogue Squadron, the oh, I love Nintendo Rogue 64 Squadron. one, Rogue Squadron. 98. Uh, we just figured this out. Uh, Pokemon Red and Blue was released in 98.
2: That does it for me. I love Pokemon <laughs> is the one that pushes it over the top. I mean,
0: so many of those games are still held in extremely high
1: respect today. And
2: they oh, came yeah. Out.
1: You know what? Twenty years ago, almost. So that's that's insane. And my all-time personal favorite this year, 1080 snowboarding, because that's one of the only Nintendo games that I can beat Jeff in.
0: <laughs> this, <laughs> <course>. is <laughs> this is true. This is true. I was never able to land a 1080. I, I I know you probably haven't mastered Rob, but
1: I think um, the best I did land a 1080 once, but I nice. think the best I've, I I was pretty good at. You know, just under that. It was just like. <laughs> I would like just get like right there, almost oh, yeah. like half a turn away and then crash. And I, n- I never
0: yeah. never owned that game growing up. I'd play it at friends' houses all the time, and I tried playing yeah. it about a year or two ago. I, a, I, I found it on someone's 64, and I was complete garbage still at it. So I, 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 I agree. Rob, you can definitely destroy me in that game. There's a couple 64 games Rob, Rob can uh, definitely own me in. Um, one of them being from the year that I think is the best year in, in video games, 1997, um, GoldenEye in 64 released. And I didn't own GoldenEye, but I played at friends' houses all the time um, against you know, my parents knowing because they didn't want me playing any shooting games. But <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I played, played that a lot you know, over the years with friends. But um, the main thing I think about 1997 is it really brought local couch multiplayer to life. Um, I believe Mario Kart came out at the beginning of 1997. So Mario Kart 64 is still, you know, one of the best Mario Karts ever, like the battle mode in that is, you know, trumps oh, all yeah. other battle modes in any Mario Kart. You know, Block Fort, you know, best level ever. Um, Diddy Kong Racing also came out that year, which I had a ton of fun with. It's like with your favorite all-time game. favorite racing yeah. game. I, I love Mar- or Diddy Kong Racing. It was better than Mario Kart in some ways. Um, and then Star Fox 64, which is one of my yep. top five, favorite games of all time came out that year. I played the single player mode over and over. That's the one of the first games that I repeatedly beat over and over. I probably beat that game, you know, over 60 times. And then it also had a multiplayer mode that me and my brothers and my dad played a lot. So we would just switch between like those uh Mario Kart Diddy Kong Racing and Star Fox. We would just go back and forth between those three every day. <laughs> you know, which one are we going to play tonight? And then, you know, there's some other game series that debuted that year like um the original age of empires came out in 97 um, uh final fantasy
1: was... 7 came out that year yeah, fallout first 7. game came out that year grand and theft were... auto debuted in 1997
0: one of the one of the rare 2d games on the n64 came out yoshi story which wasn't a great game but uh i had fun for the five hours that lasted <laughs> but yeah i i love multiplayer games especially you know, so many of my great gaming memories were playing games with my, you know, my brothers and my dad growing up, and that was kind of the last era where my dad still played video games regularly, and so um, it was it was cool to have a system where there were so many different ways to to play with your family and friends. So, 1997 for me. So, I have a theory here. Yes. 1997, amazing year of gaming. Okay. 2007, amazing year of gaming. <laughs> 2017, okay. amazing year of gaming. So we just have to like time travel forward 10 more years into 2027 and we're going to get another amazing year. All right. Sounds good. All right. That's the theory.
1: You guys are, if you guys are still listening to the show in 2027, (laughs) hold us to this one. Yes. let, Let us know. Um, You know, when you talk about some of the best game years, you know, you have like 96, 93, 97, uh, a lot of people, 2004 in there, 2007, 2011 is considered another big year in games. But so are we putting 2017 in that list of some of the top video game years ever?
0: I think we can. Yeah. Mostly for me personally, because the Switch launched, this was the first time we got a video game hardware. That launched with an amazing game that everyone is talking about, and will be talking about for years mm-hmm. to come. And like you said, you know, we still have, you know, games like Red Dead Two, Mario Odyssey. There's some other really big games that we will mm-hmm. continue to talk about yeah. them coming out that year. And Horizon Zero Dawn, I'm sure they're already making a sequel that will probably turn into a really big franchise. So people look as the year that that game launched as well. So I think we can probably put it in there, but you know, we'll have to wait to the end of the year and see how things shake up.
2: Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. see what comes out. I just want to give it a shout out. Twenty eleven. I didn't realize how many crazy games came out. Like that year, Skyrim came out, uh, Scoured Sword, which I liked. A lot of people Me didn't, too. but um, yeah, I definitely liked it. Uh, Super Mario Three D Land came out. Um, Uncharted Three came out that year. Battlefield uh, 3. War Three came out. Yeah, Gears, Gears War
0: 3. Three was probably my favorite yeah. game from that year.
1: Gears yeah, of War Three, uh, the Knights of the Old Republic, uh, the Old Republic Online. Came out that year.
2: Oh, nice.
1: Uh, Witcher 2 came out. Saints Row uh, yeah, the Third. Minecraft to... was released in 2011.
2: Technically released. Oh, Portal 2 came <laughs> out that year too.
1: <laughs> Officially, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Batman Arkham City came out in 2011. I mean,
2: Ooh, that was a good that's game. a great year because there's so many different... Which is... So oh, and L.A. Noir.
1: In L.A. Genres. Noir came out in 2011.
2: Which was... Did some interesting things, but it wasn't... And good facial really animation. Great game. Yeah, like the, like,
1: like the facial... The, the, system the facial animation from... Really cool. Yeah, the it facial animation cool from L.A. Noire is what a lot of our games, like Mass Effect Andromeda, which I shouldn't say because <laughs> you, you know, know their what? facial are animations you to make some an L.A. similar, look bad. <laughs> but like a lot of those type of games are trying to emulate what L.A. Noire did with that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And like actually, Uncharted Four would not have happened unless it was for like the facial animations in Uncharted Four are a direct reflection on what they did in L.A. Noire, like capturing every the the facial features, was not just. A the actors yeah it
0: was a turning point in the kind of video game animation because literally like the objectives of that game you had to read facial People animations phases. and ticks and, and tell, that game yeah and tell yeah tell if they were aligned based on the animation so yeah that that's how advanced video games had become and that was kind of a landmark moment but moving forward we're going to go ahead and close out the show like we always do with what we're playing this week rob go ahead and start us off
1: Alright, so I played a little bit more of Mass Effect Andromeda. I've been on a couple of new planets lately and uh, kind of gained, working my way through the main story as I go and working my way through a lot of the side quests and everything. And just, I'm really enjoying the game. I just got the new patch, um, which made the facial animations look a lot better, but my game was also it was kind of freezing up a lot, so I don't know if that was cause because of the patch or if that was just because of the game itself but <laughs> um you know, i mean i'm not a
0: game developer or anything like that but i know uh just from talking from a few friends who do work in the industry of just testing games and debugging you know you patch up one hole and it opens up four more holes somewhere else and it's mm-hmm. a very delicate process for sure so that that can happen sometimes yeah
1: yeah, and, you know, these games are so big. I I always think it's funny when people are complaining online, like, oh, my gosh, this game's terrible because of the animations. Like, how come they didn't catch this in quality testing and stuff? Well, the thing is, the games that we're releasing nowadays are so huge compared to, like, you know, The original Super Mario 64, which if you broke it down is in megabytes, compared to Mass Effect Andromeda, (laughs) which is in, which is up in like the 70 to 80 gigabytes. You know, I mean, we're we're looking at games that are huge, and you're not catch everything. Yeah,
0: well, I I think too with uh, Mass Effect, I actually watched a friend of the show, Mr. Fields, Um, he share played it with me on PS4, and I thought it looked fine, like they didn't have any issues with anything on how it looked and yeah. I, I think i'll enjoy my time with it whenever i do end up picking it up so I don't yeah it's,
1: i it's there was good only a couple issue. spots where i really noticed the eyes or the facial animations being kind of just stiff not broken yeah. yeah so and even and this patch is supposed to have fixed a lot of it so uh the other game um as some of you know Yesterday was the 11th, which is when Yoko Lele was released, and I got it yesterday. Got it release day. Um, was not expecting to play it before this episode, but got a chance last night because we yes. weren't doing the episode. Uh, oh, what's to, your hot take? To play it a little bit. So, you can change the camera sensitivity, which is incredible. That means, because I was struggling with that in the toy box. Okay. Um, the camera is still is a little camera, stro-
2: Can you move it yourself, or is it? You can.
1: Automatic? It is a it's a little bit of both. Just like you know Mario sixty four, Banjo Kazooie, Donkey Kong sixty four. Like you know how you can move it yourself with using like some of the like the C buttons.
3: Yeah,
0: but It probably sick. moves on rails still. I'm guessing.
1: Yeah, it it still moves on rails. Um, you use the other control stick to kind of move it around. You can move it up and down and you know, but it it's really cool. stiff. It's not a it's not as free free floating. It's not as free-floating as like Uncharted 4's camera or something like that. It still is kind of that platformer camera, which obviously that's been a problem in platformer games since you know 1998 when Banjo Kazooie and all these other games were out there. You know, like it's not a new problem. It's just the same old problem on a new system. So I, that doesn't really bother me much. Some people are really freaking out about that. Uh, platforming is incredible. My biggest complaint with the platforming is because in the Toy Box you have all the moves unlocked practically. Uh, and then you start the game, and you don't have any moves. So you're, you're having to like kind of start jump, back at square all. one. <laughs> like, the only move you have is the double jump. Yeah. Like, you go clear down to basics. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I could fly, I could roll anywhere I wanted, I could do this little spin move thing, I could do this other move, and now I can't do any of them. I'm like, oh, oh, i got to go earn those.
2: It gives you something to work for, Rob. <laughs> yeah, well, is that I
1: mean... I think it could, it segments the gameplay. <clears throat> like I
0: remember in Banjo-Kazooie, you know, you learn the different moves from Bottles of the Mole and that basically once yeah. you learn to move it, let you access a new area of the of the maps and stuff. Or, you, know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> and I'll be honest, this is probably one of my... I would say this is probably my biggest complaint when it comes to yooka is I have not felt as emotionally... Like, you know, in the original platformer, like, you Mario 64... Uh, Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tooie, Donkey Kong 64. Like, there's a certain amount of attachment to the story. Mm -hmm.
2: Wait, you were attached Uh, to the story in Mario 64. Let me explain. (laughs) Let me explain. (laughs) Like, in Mario 64, you're trying to save your girlfriend, Peach,
1: right? You're trying to go through the castle and save her. There's actually, like, a little bit of investment there, right?
2: To a certain extent. I'll give that to you, you. you. you're still playing PC Mario and...
1: because it's a platforming thing. You want to platform. You're just playing the game to beat up Koopas and find Bowser and all that stuff. But you know, in like Banjo Kazooie, your sister gets taken. Banjo Tooie. A bit of a narrative in Banjo Kazooie. There's I'll a little that. bit more. Yeah. There's yeah. N- there's a little bit more of a narrative. Uh, Donkey Kong, you're trying to get all your bananas back, which is
2: probably the weakest.
1: It's <laughs> probably the weakest narrative out of all these games, but still. The game basically starts in yooka and it's like, oh, we found this book in the bottom of our house. Wonder what it does. Well, I think we can sell it. Oh, no, the book's being stolen. Like, the main premise is the villain steals all the books looking for this one book that's, like, a special book. That's what the pagey things are that oh, nice. you're collecting. And so it's like, oh, no, they sold the book. We need to get the book back. Okay, let's go to the big bad guy's house and get the book back. Oh, well, we have to unlock all this
2: stuff to get the book back. Robert, oh, you... well... You love books. You love to read. (laughs) Just be motivated. Pretend that all of the books in the entire world are gone, and you have to get them back so you can read again. I think that'll help you out. I think if your biggest gripe is the
0: story and not having a big (laughs) motivation to go do things, that's not bad. I I think we'll just be fine.
1: I'll be fine. No, it's not bad. Well, I mean, like it's just kind of this. It's like the. You know a platformer, you're not there for the story, obviously. Yeah, yeah I didn't kickstart it to and,
0: get an intriguing storyline. I kickstarted it so I could run around and jump and collect things, make me feel good right.
2: by getting shiny things, because I love that. Yeah, exactly. I'm excited for when Rob makes a platformer, and it's going to be all like story-focused. There'll be these big, dramatic like scenes. I'm like, where's the skip button? I just want to get to jumping and collecting things. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. I'm, we're giving you too much of a hard time. but it's
1: just uh, It is just. kind of funny. That's okay. No, but, I can but, take Give me something Sorry. good. Like, what's the best part about it? So far, it is definitely just the gameplay itself. Like you know, because I mean, that's why you're playing a platformer. Mm-hmm. As much as I'm, you know, talking about the story, <laughs> you know, you play a platformer because you want to get the. It's the gameplay. You want to be able to jump on platforms yes. and collect so, the shiny so the things. The
0: gameplay is great.
1: It's been awesome, and some of the characters Sweet. are really funny. Awesome. Cool. Well, well, like I, it's kind of that that like slight british humor which is really good Yeah, no, so I, lo-
0: I love that sense of humor and so i'm excited to play it i don't have my version yet i decided to back the switch one even though i knew it wouldn't be coming for a while so let's move on before i get too jealous of rob i'm not being able to like. <laughs> i'll be uh, sure to stream it
1: what was that i'll be sure to stream it just so you guys can all watch it
0: oh great
2: uh, i can just be jealous over the internet even better uh, <laughs> <laughs> isn't that the definition of the internet <laughs> Yes, that's actually a pretty good definition Yeah, I'll take that
0: um, So for me, uh, this week I was you know, down visiting some family in Oregon I went to my grandma's house And uh, you know, she was busy with some stuff And so I went over and found the old PS2 That she bought to entertain us grandkids As we were growing up And it had Battlefront 2 in there And I'm like, yes, she still has Battlefront 2 She only had two good games She bought all these crappy like Disney movie tie-ins And like terrible bargain bin games <laughs> And we complained to my mom. She's like, "Okay, I'll go. You know, talk her into buying two good games. Let me know what you want." We told her Star Wars Battlefront Two and Marvel vs. Capcom Two because those were two <laughs> amazing games that you could not play on GameCube, which was what I had. Yeah, a good um, And so I booted up Battlefront Two. I had my save file on there from 2006, my Galactic Conquest. So I continued my conquest, and I had had a ton of fun. I I did some space battles, which you know I I missed that from. Um, the original ones. And so I had mm-hmm. had a lot of fun going back to that game. And I'm I'm trying to not let that get get me hyped for the new one. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but I had fun with that. And then uh, I played some Zelda. The hype Zelda. train is leaving. Yeah, no, I I played Zelda and I actually beat my last main dungeon, the last Divine Beast. And so I am... So
2: you're going to go kick Ganon's
0: back? I'm ready for... To beat ganon i i don't have as many shrines completed as i would like i i think i'm at like 67 shrines or so so a little over halfway um so i think i might take a day or two to kind of um you know do some cleanup and get some shrines i think i have one or two memories left still to find so um we'll see or maybe i'll just say you know i want to beat want to beat ganon this weekend and who knows maybe i'll have a beat by next week but I'm getting, getting close to finishing you, the main narrative.
2: Let me ask you this. If you beat Ganon, are you going to be done with the game for a while? you Are going to keep going back and trying to get the shrines? Yeah,
0: and... I won't be done. I okay. won't be done. I, I'm going to go back. I want to hit at least 100 shrines. Of course. I don't know okay. if I'll be able to hit all 120. Good, 120. I'm trying to pretty much do everything in the game without looking up any guides or anything like that. So I want to try to hit 100 shrines if I can on my own. Um, and then obviously find all the memories and yeah. we'll see what else. But... Yeah, I, I'm I'm still loving it. I'm Having a lot of fun. You guys
1: uh, make fun of me for being a completionist. <laughs> oh, I'm not I'm not 100 in it.
0: It's I just... like
2: the only game that I want to be a completionist in. I, I love <laughs> I love the shrine puzzles. They're yeah, really fun. They are really fun. Right. Oh, so job. funny! Funny aside, Ashley was playing Zelda the other night. Your wife. My wife, sorry. Yeah, my wife was playing Zelda, and she apparently hates like doing the shrines. Like she'll find them, but so then just, she doesn't complete. So them. So just leave them. So. Um she was Come like oh, I think I need to get more hearts. And I was like well you got to go do shrines then to get more hearts. She's Like okay. So she went around and she had like 15 shrines that she <laughs> okay. had found but she hadn't actually done. It's so like do you just walk up to them and then be like no. Nah. She's like sometimes I'll go in and be like nope, don't want to do this. <laughs> Leave. Well, so, you know,
0: that's the great thing about the game. She no, doesn't have to. You don't to. have to she do doesn't... it if
2: you don't want to, but I just found so it funny. What
0: is the, her favorite thing like if she doesn't like doing shrines like um, what is she why does she skip she them? Really What liked, is she doing instead?
2: She really liked like exploring the map and stuff like that but she's like very very object objective based when she plays games so like she has to have like a quest or something like that driving her forward to do the game gotcha so and she'll be focused on some so she's quest. focused on a side like, quest oh there's a shrine something.
0: i'll add it to my map but i'm gonna go do exactly. whatever i was doing before yeah
2: yeah exactly gotcha. yeah.
3: okay
0: fair enough um what about you nathan uh, you play anything other than zelda
2: um i got a certain sword this last week so that was exciting Oh, good and what else did i do i got i don't know if you saw my post on twitter i did uh eventide or eventide island um oh good just did that yesterday that's one of my favorite yeah it was really cool um
0: Um, i don't know if you saw my post on twitter but i found out last week that you can throw magic beams out of the master sword at full health what really if you're at full hearts you hold down the R buttons like you're going to throw the sword. But instead of throwing the sword, you literally will shoot out a magic beam like in Ooh. Skyward Sword or Link to the Past or something.
2: I'll have to try that. Only with
0: only with that sword, though.
2: Yeah. So uh, I played Zelda, and then I have played Overwatch a little bit. So I played a little bit of Overwatch. Nice. Um, we, we need to play this week because
0: the new event started today. The new
2: event started today. Also, I want to get back into Destiny. Um, yeah. We um, can jump into the, the remade old raids. That'd be yeah. fun. Remade old raids and... Never mind. Talk about it later. (laughs) Yep. All right. Well, Uh, just Zelda
0: mostly. Mostly Zelda. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, We're about a month into this game and we're still still addicted to it, which I think is still going strong.
2: (laughs) Yes.
1: Which is probably one of our biggest arguments for why 2017 is one of the best years.
2: Yeah, I would. That's fair to say.
1: All
0: right. Well, I think that about wraps up our show for today. We will leave you with Hidden by Night by Jake Kaufman from the Specter Knights official soundtrack. Until next week, have a good time.